Welcome to Intuitive Astrology with Molly McCord. Thank you so much for joining me today as we are going to discuss the energetics of the Libra solar eclipse happening on October 14th, 2023. That's at 1.54 p.m. Eastern Time, so it does depend on your location. And this particular solar eclipse is a ring of fire solar eclipse. And I'm going to explain what that means. In fact, I'm going to talk about some of the astronomy and basics of this eclipse. And then we're going to move into more of the energetics and the consciousness available to us with this Libra solar eclipse. This is an annular solar eclipse. An annular means that the moon is, or rather appears, smaller than the sun. And so if you think of the moon as one disc and the sun as a second disc, the moon moves across the sun, blocking the sun. But when it is directly in front of the sun, it appears smaller and therefore we see a ring of fire around the moon and that of course is the sun, the sun's light around the moon. Now the moon is also at apogee which means it is as far away from the earth in its orbit as it can be and it's also called a micro moon. Now this is cool to understand because it's the opposite of of the supermoon. Now we just had an Aries supermoon on September 28th, 29th. That's when the moon is as close to us as it can be. That's why it looks so big. It's also why it has more of an effect when it is a supermoon. Now it will be a micromoon and at its apogee away from Earth, appearing much smaller and blocking out most of the sun. Now it's not a total solar eclipse, which is when the sun and the moon appear to be the same size. As I've described, it's a ring of fire. So it has different energetics built into it. And in fact, it has a prolonged shadow. So there will be places that this ring of fire can be viewed in its totality, meaning you can see the actual ring of fire when you're using those protected glasses, of course. But there is a very big shadow that comes with this particular dance between the sun and the moon. And something that's quite striking about this ring of fire solar eclipse is the pathway because it will move across parts of the United States, Mexico, through Central America, and then down into South America. It basically has this S-shape formation where it will be viewable across many different places. So just roughly, it will start in Oregon. It will be viewable in parts of California, Nevada, Utah, Arizona, Colorado, New Mexico, and Texas before going south into Central America, including Belize, Honduras, Nicaragua, it'll be just off the shore of Costa Rica, then through Panama, Colombia, and Brazil. So that is certainly a lot of territory to cover. It will be at its longest peak 
in Nicaragua. So that will be the center point of the pathway and it will last for 5 minutes 17 seconds. And in astrology, we typically translate that to mean 5 and a half years. So the number of minutes relates to the number of years. So we say that, okay, the energetics of this particular ring of fire, Libra solar eclipse, will play out over the next five years, especially around these areas and territories that the ring of fire passes over because it is certainly a powerful force of energy and it is about a very rare, unusual event occurring that changes the energies of those locations on the planet. And another element that makes this particular eclipse very rare is that we will have its balancing eclipse, if you will, in April 2024, April 8th specifically, that will also cross another section of the U.S., And where these two eclipses make an X, where they cross, is through Texas. So a lot will be developing, transpiring, and being revealed in Texas over the coming years since it is the point of these two eclipses. Now this eclipse will be happening during daytime. It will be happening either in the morning or midday, depending on the location. So it's going to be very visible. And of course, it appears to be quite disruptive, quite unnatural. It creates chaos because it throws off the natural order of energies that we're used to, especially in our circadian rhythm. This has a big effect on animals, animals who are very primal, who are in rhythm and harmony with the sun and the moon are going to have a very strange impression of this ring of fire eclipse occurring during the day. And this is one of the effects that shows us how these energies can turn things on their head, how they are very confusing, especially if you don't know to expect it. If you're going about your day on October 14th, that's a Saturday, and you're just doing your errands or living your life, and all of a sudden, the sky starts to get darker and darker, and you don't know why. It can be quite confusing, quite unexpected, very odd and peculiar. So this particular ring of fire solar eclipse is quite significant for what it will trigger, what it will bring up. And remember, it is showing us an elongated shadow. And so that is a bit of an indicator of the energies that are meant to come up with this particular ring of fire. We are in the shadows of something. What are we not seeing? What are we unaware of? What has been stuck or lost in our subconscious that will eventually come to light? Where have we submerged or been blinded to something? And there is energy here that is about a reset. And I'm going to talk about more of the energetics in just a moment. But I just want to paint the picture that a ring of fire solar eclipse is very rare. We won't have our next one until 2039. And this one is different than the total solar eclipse of August 2017, which also moved through 
the USA. It started near Portland, went through the heartland of the country, and completed in South Carolina. And so we can look back at how these various areas of our lives have changed. We can look back and observe what has dramatically shifted since that August 2017 total solar eclipse where the sky did go dark and I was watching it. I had on my viewing glasses. I was watching it with my family. We didn't see all of it because we weren't in the path of totality. We were just north of it, but we could still see parts of it. So even if you're not in the path of this ring of fire solar eclipse, you still may be able to see some incremental parts of it or some shapes of the sun turning, almost like it looks like there's a bite taken out of the sun. So this one will not have total darkness, which was the case with the August 2017 eclipse. This one is actually shining a fiery light on shadow energies. And although some people could find that fearsome, others find that very exciting because there is the energy of illumination revelation through the sun's power circling the shadow and the subconscious of the moon. So this solar eclipse will be highlighting the light behind the shadow. Since the moon appears completely dark and the energy of the sun is burning away and scorching what we haven't been able to see before. And so this is a good segue into more of the astrological energies of this solar eclipse, which is occurring at 21 degrees of Libra in your chart. Now, this is the first Libra solar eclipse that we've had since 2005. Now, if you're familiar with how eclipse cycles work, then you know that they are connected to the nodes of fate. And the last time we had the North Node and South Node in Libra and Aries was back in 2014 to 2016. But during that span of time, there were no Libra solar eclipses. They were only lunar. They were only Libra lunar eclipses, 2014, 2015, and one in 2016. So we actually have to go back to 2005 when we had the last Libra solar eclipse. And in fact, in 2004, we had another Libra solar eclipse at this same degree point in your chart. So 21 degrees of Libra was a solar eclipse, October 13th, 2004. Then we had another Libra solar eclipse a year later, October 3rd, 2005, and that's the last time. So it has been a full nodal cycle of 18, 19 years that we've had this type of solar eclipse, which is a new moon in Libra that is resetting relational energies, sharing energies, equilibrium, collaboration, cooperation in this part of your chart. So you could look back on 2004-2005 when the last Libra solar eclipses unfolded and what transpired for you in the Libra areas of your chart 
after those solar eclipses. And here we are now, October 2023, with a powerful reset that is showing you what you didn't see before in your own relational dynamics. Now, Libra is not only about partnerships, one-on-one connections, giving and receiving. It's also about comparison. It's about how we overreach or overstretch ourselves to maintain a connection or to create relationships. It's about how we share our energy with others. And because Libra wants balance, wants equality, there could be something that you are noticing and you've been noticing about relational dynamics that are out of balance for you. And you could see these through the patterns in your life. You could see these revelations through connections and what's the common theme for you. What's the common theme in how you connect, relate, and build worthwhile, healthy connections? And what are you understanding about these energies in yourself that you're realizing it no longer works? This isn't working for you. It isn't bringing about the results or the satisfying interactions that you desire. It isn't ever equal or it isn't built on a healthy foundation or it doesn't have enough of what you need. And this is where people can realize they've been overcompensating. They've been overdoing it to maintain certain connections. They're realizing This isn't even equal and or why am I showing up to this and how am I showing up to this? So this brings up very big themes and understandings about your own connections. And because this solar eclipse with the sun and the moon conjunct, working with that south node at 24 degrees of Libra, there's something that you're realizing and you're seeing is no longer good for you. It isn't good for your soul. It isn't satisfying to perhaps your experiences, your ego, your sense of self. It isn't fulfilling. It isn't enough. It isn't an energy you want to perpetuate or continue to invest in. And because it's working with that south node, it is a clearing out. And this could be a solar eclipse where you make a new promise, pledge, vow, something to yourself about what you require because that's the standard you're setting for yourself. Of course, you can't control anybody else. You are not one to really infringe on their free will. This is about you. This is about your own internal relational dynamics. What has been weakened in you that now it's time to strengthen? Where are you strengthening in your understanding of what you want, what you need, what you deserve, what you require? And I feel this as a leveling up in relationships. I feel like it's a leveling up that occurs internally through your own self-awareness and reveals where you're not going back to a previous cycle or habit or version of relationships. You're not going back to that previous level of consciousness, but this does require responsibility. This does require 
objective assessment. Libra being an air sign where you step back and you can see with detachment what has been out of balance, what you've been doing or not doing, where you've been overdoing it or underdoing it. Again, where you are internally out of balance. Maybe you're too much in your masculine. Maybe you're too much in your feminine. Maybe you haven't trusted masculine energy. Maybe you haven't trusted feminine energy. This is all being stirred up. It's the root cause. The root foundational issues can come through at this time to show you what you want to change, shift, and evolve and why it's necessary at this time in your life because of what you've learned about yourself, where you are honoring more of what's possible for you that maybe you've never experienced before in this lifetime. Maybe you've realized that some things have just become a comfort zone. They've been very easy, very known, almost to the point where you don't think about it. Now, with the Libra solar eclipse, because Libra represents the other, this could be something that comes about or is triggered by your partner, by a spouse, by a boyfriend, a girlfriend, a family member. Someone else in your world brings up an issue. Someone else instigates or really highlights something that you're meant to look at, understand, and see. And again, this is where the light of the sun, that ring of fire, is showing you something that's been in the unconscious, that's been in the shadow realms, that hasn't been seen. And there's something that we are meant to alchemize. We're meant to transform it. We're meant to take responsibility for what that is. And that's because after the sun and the moon are conjunct, they are both going to move on to a square with Pluto at 27 degrees of Capricorn. And this eclipse happens right after Pluto stations direct at 27 degrees, 53 minutes of Capricorn on October 10th. And so here we have Pluto at a standstill, holding guard, holding a message, really deeply communicating something into your psyche, into your subconscious, looking at a fear, looking at something that we don't always want to look at or see. But this is a revelatory journey. And throughout October, there's things that you might feel uncomfortable taking responsibility for. Like I'm getting the visual of realizing you were the bad guy in a story or realizing you were the mean girl or realizing you've played a role or played a part in somebody else's experiences and truth be told, you're not proud of it, you don't like it, you don't wanna keep being that version of yourself. So this is where, again, we're going into some shadow energy, some parts of ourselves that maybe we don't feel so proud of. There could be guilt or shame. There could be something residing within you that maybe you've pushed it away, you'd rather be distracted, you don't wanna think about it, you don't wanna acknowledge it. I feel like there are going to be things coming up that will require accountability, responsibility, maturity, and also something here where the universe is saying to go easy on yourself and to not beat yourself up. And we also have during the solar eclipse, Mercury at 17 degrees of Libra, exactly opposing Chiron at 
17 degrees Aries retrograde, that exact opposition between Mercury in Libra, Chiron in Aries, is one that brings up something that felt very personal, that felt very uncomfortable, that we had to wrap our minds around to think it through, to understand what is the source of this? What is this about? Is this about me or am I being projected upon? Is something being mirrored back to me? And I feel that the universe is asking us to look at what is your new truth right now around the value of relationships, the value of these Libra energies, Libra themes, intentions, and expressions. What value are you placing on them? Because that is where you're going to have something illuminated or revealed. That's where something could come up. And the energy feels like, of course, we're meant to learn from it, but we have to be very honest with ourselves. Now, Libra is ruled by Venus, and Venus is in Virgo during the solar eclipse. Venus is at five degrees of Virgo, having just passed an exact opposition to Saturn at zero degrees Pisces retrograde. Uh, This Saturn is slowing down and Saturn will be stationing direct November 4th. So Saturn will be retrograde throughout eclipse season this year. And with this Venus in Virgo opposing Saturn and then Venus in Virgo moving on, moving forward, again, I feel like there could be something that you're meant to really see and take responsibility for. And there could be something that could be a reality check around finances, money, self-worth, abundance. And I feel that this Venus in Virgo, she has some very clear messages for us in eclipse season this year. After she opposes that Saturn, which is something being halted or stopped, a hesitation, something that you're not supposed to buy, not supposed to buy it. You're not supposed to invest. You're not supposed to put money into it. It could just feel too much. It could feel like, I don't know if I can take this on. This feels like a big, heavy bill. Or it could even feel like you're really at a standstill with a connection, with a relationship, with a friendship. And there could be something that the universe needs you to see before proceeding. Before you proceed, there's a stop here. And it's happening in multiple places with Venus having opposed Saturn, Mercury opposing Chiron. There's something about taking inventory, taking stock, and being very practical. A practical assessment of what is really working for you. That's what Venus and Virgo brings up. Is this good for you? Is this healing? Is this something that right now here in the present moment, is it good for your heart? Is it good for your well-being? Is it good for your energy system? And you could have a hard realization that it's not, or you could also have some understandings of what to do to improve it, how to make it better. So these are all turning point energies in relationships. 
And I know that many of you are even in long-term relationships and you're in committed connections. So this is a time to look at how can I level up this connection with my partner? Where do we need to be on the same page? What do we need to talk through that hasn't been resolved? What do we need to understand about the other that we are each our own individual energies? We are different, but how do we get back on the same page? How do we come back together in our connection to regroup and to understand where we want to go next? So part of this energy could be some hard conversations that let's face it, none of us look forward to those, but that's part of being a mature, responsible adult where you take ownership of your needs and you sit down at the table with somebody you value and love to share what you're thinking, what's on your mind, what matters to you while allowing space for the other person to do the same thing, even if it's totally different, right? They have a different perspective, different needs. So this is going to be the energy of working things out And in Libra, often it's through multiple conversations. So just keep in mind that if something comes up or there's a disagreement or you're having some realizations about something that's not working, Libra is emotional detachment. So it's about monitoring the emotional charge that you bring forward and how you communicate. But it's also knowing, hey, maybe we don't have to solve it all right now before dinner. Let's talk about it now and then let's talk about it tomorrow or maybe let's give each other time to think and process and then talk about it in two days, in three days. So this is really about healthy communication, how to open that up, how to improve that and also how you can be a better communicator because with the strength of this Mercury in Libra, conjunct the solar eclipse, it's very much about what you're really, really thinking, what you're really sitting with and processing. Because as we've been discussing, this ring of fire solar eclipse is shining a light on the shadow, on the darkness, on those pockets in your mind, on those parts of yourself that you're realizing, I need to speak this, I need to make this known, I need to bring this forward, and then I'm ready to continue discussing, dialoguing, negotiating to figure out what we do next. Now, Mars has entered Scorpio right before this eclipse on October 12th, and Mars is strong in Scorpio. Mars has conviction and passion. He is driven by what he has determined is important. And this Mars in Scorpio is trining Saturn in Pisces retrograde and is bringing in a sextile to that Venus in Virgo. So here comes Mars to help really drive something forward because you feel a lot around it. This is a Mars who feels deeply. This is a Mars who wants to go into the depths of understanding and wants to basically be raw. And there's different ways that shows up because Mars and Scorpio can be on the lower expressions about manipulation, secrets, keeping things hidden, being very much about control and power dynamics and power games. And like, how do I get ahead? What's the strategy here to outsmart someone or to not be vulnerable, to not let them see my truth? 
but a more evolved Mars and Scorpio will lead with his truth, will lead with the parts of himself that he has been deeply witnessing and experiencing the fears, the really deep fears that he probably doesn't want people to see or understand because maybe he doesn't see it. He doesn't understand it. But his job as he moves through Scorpio is to transform those fears, to really look at what perhaps has been driving him at an unconscious level and to turn that around, to use that in a way that helps to power him up and also brings in more self-love, self-acceptance and understanding that he can have what he wants, but it's how he goes about it that will bring about the results he gets. Because Mars and Scorpio will cheat. He will do something underhanded. He will do whatever he wants, however he wants, just to get what he wants to get. So there is something here again that highlights that shadow energy and what we think we keep secret from ourselves or from others, that's going to be coming up. That's going to be revealed and coming out. And I feel like ultimately this is a strong Mars. This is a Mars who perhaps is even more focused, especially when he trines that Saturn and that provides a stability and security in his emotional world. And it also brings in his experiences, his emotional experiences, because Saturn in Pisces is the point of emotional culmination where you've lived through some things. You've understood how you run emotional energy, how you feel, what you experience. And so what are you going to choose now that really serves you? But in order to choose it, you have to be brutally honest with yourself, raw, vulnerable honesty. And there's also something here where the universe is not going to allow us to hide from parts of ourselves. That's part of this solar eclipse that we've been discussing is that you aren't going to be able to hide from your own shadow or your own unconscious or subconscious, rather We're going to learn how to work with it from a balanced, matter-of-fact perspective. And that is one of the strengths of Libra, where Libra says, yep, that happened. Yep, that's true. Yes, correct. That is the information. Even though it's not pretty, even if you're not proud of it, there's something about this energy that wants to give you more truth, wants to shine a light on where you're ready to reset Libra energies in your life, where you can look at who you've been, what you've done, your behavior, your choices, your actions, you know, the full spectrum, right? And then say, okay, this is now what I'm going to actively choose in the Libra areas of my life. And I'm basing this on my own life experiences my own relationship experiences, especially since 2004, 2005, when we had these last Libra solar eclipses working with the South Node. There's also the energy here of resolution. And as the planets move across the South Node, where, by the way, we're going to have both the Sun and Mercury conjunct the South Node, 
on October 17th and 18th, so just a few days after the eclipse, this is where you're going to be ready to take stock of what needs to be resolved. And I feel this as peace of mind. Where do you need peace of mind? Where do you need to let something go, close it out, give yourself peace if you can't find it with another, if you can't talk it out, negotiate, figure out the compromise, where can you give yourself a new sense of internal harmony, closure, and peace so that you can move on? Whatever that looks like for you. Now keep in mind, because this eclipse is happening at 21 degrees of Libra, it's obviously going to be stronger for you if you have planets or points around 21 degrees of Libra. And I'm going to give it an orb of between 17 degrees to 27 degrees. So 17 to 27 degrees of Libra, because Mercury is at 17 degrees Libra and Pluto is at 27 degrees of Capricorn. Those are the key energies here. And so this is going to work with you more personally and with greater emphasis. Planets are points 17 to 27 degrees of Libra, as well as the cardinal signs. The cardinal signs being Aries, Cancer, Libra, and Capricorn. Now there is a push-pull dynamic here between what you know is reasonable, rational, logical. Those are all of the Libra strengths. And then it's the push-pull between the Aries energy of this is what I want. This is what I need. This is what's true for me. And that is part of what we are meant to develop with the North Node in Aries. But because Chiron is strongly activated by this solar eclipse, I feel like it brings up more of that inner child that isn't happy, that throws a tantrum. Because Aries is the first sign of the zodiac. It is about the infant and the toddler. And so there can be toddler responses. There can be a very infantile experience of something where if you don't get your way, you pout and you throw and you do something to demonstrate you're not happy. Okay, great. Move it along. Move it forward and evolve that to a more balanced perspective of why maybe it's not happening or why you didn't get what you wanted. Because that Aries energy can be short-sighted. It can be unaware of the bigger picture, how it affects others, what else you're meant to see or understand. And there's things that take time, which Aries doesn't always want. Because Aries is, I want it now. If I don't have it now, then never mind. And I'll move on to the next thing that I want right now. But there's a slowdown here. There is a deliberate slowdown of energy so that you can be more conscious and more aware of what you need to see, what you're ready to see, and also how it's going to help you in the long term. Because I feel like by the end of October, when we move into the second eclipse, which is the Taurus lunar eclipse, working with Jupiter retrograde in Taurus, there's more energy that's fortifying, that's grounding, that's calmer, that's clearer. And it helps you understand what is really essential and necessary. So this solar eclipse could be one that powerfully resets your energy. And then the Taurus lunar eclipse shows you why you're worth more. 
why you deserve more, what your real values are, and what might be clearer to you that you didn't previously see or acknowledge. So with this type of energy, it's common for people to wonder, are there going to be a lot of breakups? Are there going to be a lot of relationships ending? And you could say, well, every day of the year, people end relationships. But this is bigger. This is almost like something that's been simmering, something that you've been aware of, something that you've been sensing or feeling. Now it comes to light. Now you've got to talk it through, talk it out and determine Can this go forward? Can this be resolved? Can we get on the same page? And can we honestly do so without resentment or without any emotional undercurrents that are trying to be ignored or looked over? I actually just had an experience very similar to this with my business where there's people I have on staff, I have professionals who work with me, and one woman who I think is just magnificent takes care of some very important things for me and she messed up, like big time messed up. And it takes a lot for me to get angry. I was so angry. I was like, Molly, go sit down in the timeout corner before you talk to her about this because I had to be very conscious and aware of what I was saying and how I was addressing this very big problem. And so I addressed it with her and I made it very evident what was not okay, what was not acceptable, what was not working, what I wasn't going to accept. And it came down to how she handled it would basically determine what would happen next. Because especially as a professional, you have to be able to take responsibility for your errors and your boo-boos. And you have to acknowledge it and you have to admit when you were wrong, especially around things in business that have potentially long-term ramifications. And so she responded perfectly. She took responsibility. She apologized. She owned it. And she realized she needed to shift something so that she could do her job better. And she wanted to resolve it with me. And honestly, I wanted to resolve it with her because I went to the scenario of, okay, I got to find somebody else. I'm going to need to hire someone and vet them and make sure they're the right fit. You know, the whole thing you do when you're hiring. And I realized, but it would be really great if she and I could solve this and work it through. And we did. And we did. And when you do that with someone, whether it's professional, personal, or otherwise, that reinforces the strength of the connection because she's fantastic. But it really came down to how this issue was handled and what was at stake as well as what was not okay. And so I was so glad that we could resolve it. We could get on the same page. We could talk it through. And the reason why we could talk it through was because each of us took responsibility. So she took responsibility for obviously where she messed up, what she didn't do, etc. And I was allowing of her apology, of her acknowledgement, and that I wasn't going to punish her. I wasn't going to drag it out or continue to make it a big deal. It's like, okay, great. We settled it. We're on the same page now. This issue has actually made our professional connection better. Now we move forward. So keep in mind, this could certainly be disruptive energies in your workplace or in your family. Remember, again, Libra is about other people. So it could be a problem or issue with somebody else. And it brings up, well, how do you solve it? How do you show up 
There can be confrontation. There can be uncomfortable stuff you've got to acknowledge and talk through. And it's almost like you could feel like your ego takes a hit or you realize you were you were wrong about something or you were off the mark or whatever it might be. So there is the requirement of being level-headed, being aware of your part in the equation, of someone else's part in the equation, and then being able to maturely assess it to determine, okay, do we resolve this? Can we work through this? Can this be solved? And if not, then that's also something to accept. Because have you ever struggled with those ongoing issues or things that come up and there is no resolution and it just creates this tightness. It can be stressful. It creates a lot of anxiety. It's like we're not moving through this. We're not getting past this hurdle. We're talking in circles like no progress is being made. It's just exhausting and it's a spinning of the energy that could feel like you're just circling the drain. And so that's something else that can come up with this Libra solar eclipse where you realize, yeah, we're not on the same page. We are not at the same frequency. We don't have the same communication style. And that could be highlighted as well. The people who just don't get it, who aren't listening, who aren't grasping what you're saying, vice versa. You feel like, I don't know what they're saying. I don't get their point. I'm not on the same page. I don't agree. Libra is not only about the harmony and agreement that we reach, but it's about where we don't have the same perspective, where we disagree and you don't know how to handle it. And then I look at that Mars and Scorpio and he's like, well, I'm going to get revenge. I'm going to be vengeful. Well, that's very low vibe, Mars and Scorpio. But because it's trining Saturn, there's something that you're meant to see in your own emotional response. So there's a lot here around how we show up, how we can solve problems, how we communicate and our ability to not only be self-aware in our communication, but to keep getting better, to develop more communication skills that are real and effective, that work. And so all of this and more will be highlighted with this Libra solar eclipse. And I will keep discussing this in the Wednesday podcast episodes, which is where we look at the weekly energies. And I will also have a chart video for you shortly on YouTube going through more of the specifics in the chart and also what to look for in your own chart. If you want to learn more about the nodes of fate, how the North Node in Aries and the South Node in Libra is working with you right now in your own chart, it would be very valuable to have this information. It's going to help you connect some dots, understand more in your own chart. It's also going to show you where you're ready to grow and move forward in this particular node of fate cycle. So please check out the program I have. It's only 22 bucks and it's designed to help you to see how you are growing and what new chapters are opening up for you into January 2025 because this eclipse relates to what you're ending, resetting, and also what is being revealed to you to change. And I also just released the 2024 Soul Growth Astrology Program, which is all the main astrology of 2024, including the four eclipses of next year, which has the sister energy to this eclipse. 
So this Libra solar eclipse is occurring at 21 degrees of Libra. Well, on April 8th, 2024, we have an Aries solar eclipse at 19 degrees of Aries. So almost exactly opposite, opposite this point in your chart. And it's exactly conjunct Chiron. Exactly. By degree and minutes. So we'll, of course, talk about that one in April 2024 as it gets closer. But it tells us that a very Chiron story is involved here in this new cycle of eclipses. And so please check out the 2024 Soul Growth Astrology Program because it's going to show you where to take the energy forward with the eclipses in 2024. In addition to all the other dynamics we have going on with Jupiter going into Gemini, Pluto returning to Aquarius, a really fascinating galactic grand trine, and so much more. So please check that out, as I hope it also gives you a heads up to what you are living through, what the bigger story is, and how to be in your power, your choices, and your light during these very big eclipse cycles. You can find all of my programs at mollymccord.online, and I hope that they assist you at this time. So I'll be back on Wednesday for a look at the weekly energies, and then I'll be back next Monday as we take a look at the Taurus lunar eclipse, which is the last Taurus eclipse we have in this cycle. Wishing you a beautiful journey through October. As always, thank you so much for joining me. I look forward to connecting with you again soon. And I hope you have an empowering Libra solar eclipse. Take good care.